This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What is up, IDP Army? What is up, semi-pro, fantasy pro fans, NFL fanatics? It's your man, Jordan Reigns, at 50 Shades of Drunk. And I am bringing you today an awesome episode of the IDP Army podcast. We are going to be talking about the 2022 NFL free agency. It's going to be a mashup pod show between myself and Billy from the Offensive Points Show. So stick around. I'm going to hit this intro and we're going to jump right in. All right, like I said, it's going to be myself, Jordan. I'm from the IDP Army Podcast, and I'm joined with Billy from the Dynasty Tailgate and the Offensive Points Podcast. How you doing, Billy? Exhausted from finding all these free agents and trying to uh, understand some of the moves. The NFL never sleeps, man. There's news breaking all the time, especially this time of uh, year, this week, you know, the free agency frenzy is broken out. Um, before we jump into the moves and how they're fantasy relevant, both offensively and defensively, do us a favor, thumbs up this video, subscribe to the channel, follow the podcast on whatever platform you are listening on YouTube or if that's on Twitter or, or YouTube or Apple Podcasts or iTunes or Spotify or Google, whatever, whatever, whatever. Make sure you leave us a little bit of a positive review. We would appreciate that. If you want to support the channel and support the rest of the stuff we got going on, check out our premium rankings. Go to patreon.com forward slash the IDP army. But in the meantime, we are going to go ahead and uh, get this party started. I guess we'll, let's go back before even free agency. There were some trades you said we needed to talk about. Let's, let's start there. Well, the main one, I mean, I guess, you know, we got to wind it back all the way a week. Russell Wilson gets traded from Seattle to Denver. Um, obviously, that was a massive trade. Denver was going out after a quarterback. We ended up finding out that Aaron Rodgers wasn't the number one target, and it was Russell Wilson after all. And so not really sure what Seattle is planning to do. I have a quarterback going to them in my mock draft, but that was kind of the first big trade that set everything off. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm looking here in the Dynasty Index. I've currently got Russell uh, Russell Wilson as a Tier 2 quarterback, kind of a big tier for me. I'll see if I can share it here real quick. Um, kind of towards the bottom there with Trey Lance in between him and Deshaun Watson. Looks like Watson's going to play this year. Yep. He seems valuable enough that people are looking for him. What do you think about this ranking as a Tier 2 quarterback just you know, for people? Now he's with Denver, different pass catchers. Do you see more upside or less upside for him in Denver as compared to like years gone by with Seattle? I'm not going to lie. I think it's, it's up for now. I just think the weapons that he's going to have around him are just going to be way more useful for him. Um, it's just it's not that it's not anything against DK Metcalf, not anything against Tyler Lockett. I don't want to make it sound like that, but I'm just saying I, I think he's just got a better opportunity maybe to make something happen now than um, when he was in Seattle last season. He was not very good, as we all found out. We don't really 
didn't really 100% know why, even though the O-line was kind of to blame for that. Um, but I think this will give him a fresh start in Denver, and I can't wait to see what he can do. Agreed, agreed. Um, what other trades happened this last week that we should be aware of? So another big one happened was the Browns. Um, they pretty much, if you think about how the way they did it, they traded for Amari Cooper. Um, all they had to give up was a sixth-round pick. So not really that big of a deal. Mostly the contract was the problem for Dallas. And so instead of just releasing them straight up, they were like, at least we can get a six-round pick out of this. Um, so Amari Cooper is headed to the Browns, and then the Browns released Jarvis Landry because Amari Cooper and Jarvis Landry kind of play the same role. So there's really no reason to have both of them on the roster. They're still in the hunt for a wide receiver. This has not fixed the problem. Um, but I no longer think Browns are going wide receiver in the first round as I once thought. Fair, fair. I've got him in tier two. I probably need to move him down a little bit unless Deshaun Watson lands there. I haven't made an adjustment yet. If Deshaun Watson lands there, he's probably going to go up, um, not down in my dynasty rankings a little bit, but I still feel very comfortable with him as a, a high-end wide receiver two with some wide uh, wide receiver one upside. Even on the Browns, even with Baker Mayfield, you know, the quarterbacks he played, you know, played with before, uh, you know, Dak was kind of like the Baker before Baker. And that was like early career Derek Carr. And he still managed to be a meaningful fantasy asset. So I don't completely hate that, that, that yeah. situation there. Um, all right. Well, uh, any other trades that we missed out on? Anything else of that nature we should talk about before um, we jump into the free agents? I mean, we can mention Carson Wentz in passing. I don't, for the commanders, I, I don't. I don't get it for the commanders. I he is an upgrade slightly on Taylor Heineke, but I don't I don't know. Has is this McLaurin's? I mean, I, I won't lie. A lot I think a lot of people are putting dirt on Terry McLaurin a little early because Carson Wentz still did make Michael Pittman Jr. a thing. Um and Terry McLaurin, I think, is better than Michael Pittman Jr. So I don't think the fantasy value is gonna be I don't think Terry McLaurin's fantasy value is gonna fall as much as I've seen on my Twitter timeline. Fair, fair. I probably need to adjust Aaron Rodgers as well. That's the other really, really big piece of this puzzle. Seems like they finally have worked out his contract extension with mm -hmm. the Green Bay Packers. Um, looks like it's a three-year deal, but they're, it's, everybody keeps describing it as complex, so it sounds like it's more skewed towards... This year stays the same, and then next two years they get paid $50 million each. And then the two years after that are ghost years, quote unquote, where they could cut bait for no money if they wanted to. Um, I think they kind of have him retiring after that season, after two years from now. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Fair, fair. It is All right. an interesting contract. We are going to go ahead and we are going to use the NBC Sports Edge uh, page just kind of to, to quickly highlight the pieces that are – Fantasy relevant. Again, you know, we're offense and defensive focused fantasy football uh, brand, company, podcast, show, channel, whatever you want to call it. So uh, something like Chase Winovich here, he uh, got traded for uh, Mac Wilson to the mm -hmm. Browns. I, I like this landing spot for him. It seems like they're kind of, uh, you know, adding depth to their edge. We have seen Winovich pop and finish quite a few sacks in his career, although he has had trouble getting on the field. And I don't know if that's necessarily his fault or if that's Bill Belichick was just like, I don't really like you type of thing. Um, because Mac Wilson really isn't anything special either. No. Um, what, what are fresh, your thoughts? It's a, it's a fresh start for both players, honestly. Like, I, 
I think that this doesn't hurt either of them. If anything, one of them may become more relevant than they were before. Um, I obviously don't think I'd go out and like trade for either one of them. You know, I'm not saying that kind of value, but I think one of them could pop. I mean, I'm going to always trust a Bill Belichick defense to figure it out, but I don't know. We'll see. All right. DJ Chark goes to the from the Jaguars to the Detroit Lions on a one year, $10 million deal. Um, oft injured, but when he plays, he has shown himself to be a very good wide receiver, in my opinion. Um, I know this is throwing a little bit of cold water on the Amon Ross St. Brown crowd. What, what are your thoughts on this move? How do you think it affects the Detroit overall as a team? And I do quickly want to get your thoughts on uh, the quarterback situation there. How do you think they're going to work that out? Well, I mean, I, I don't love this for DJ Chark. I, I, I feel like he's going from one bad quarterback to another bad quarterback. So that kind of sucks. But I – I still think he's okay. Like I, I still think he'll be uh, maybe a wide receiver too in there. I still think they need to hand the slot over to Monra, Slant Brown, and then put DJ Chark on the outside opposite whoever is on the other side. I'm not even sure who is they're going to keep there. Maybe Josh Reynolds. I don't know. Whoever the third guy would, uh, there would be. But yeah, I, I don't know. I still think they're, they've got a lot of work to do, and I still think a quarterback is headed there at the end of the first round. They have the number 32 overall pick, and I think that they will take a quarterback, which the quarterbacks are free-falling down this board right now, so they might end up with a good quarterback, even at 32, if somebody doesn't trade up above them. Hmm. I'm looking here in the index. I have Chark right now. Probably a little low in the index. I have him in Tier 5. Uh, right next, He's between Van Jefferson and Corey Davis, if you can still believe that. Um, what, what are your thoughts on him in Dynasty? Like, is he someone you're looking to buy he, right now? Still only 25 years old. I would, pr- I would probably. T- it could not be anything of value. Like, I, I would even have tough time saying a second round pick. Like, unless there was like a third round coming back your way, as Dynasty wise, because mm-hmm. I just, I don't know how you can trust DJ Chark right now, unless you're getting a heck of a deal for him. If somebody's like done with Chark, you know, he's been out the last few years with injury. Maybe they're ready to cut bait, see if they can get something new. Maybe you can flip something for him. But I would say it's a potentially high upside play, but it's just, it's hard for me to say you need to go do that for sure. Fair, fair, fair. All right. Let's continue through the uh, off season or the free agency news here. Um, Frank Clark. This is kind of big. Looks like Honey Badger is going to be leaving the Chiefs or is at least looking yeah. into that. Frank Clark got restructured and re-signed, which is extremely annoying. He's been so not productive <laughs> for the Chiefs. I don't know why they're bringing him back. I just I do not understand it at all. But even anyway, he's coming back. Um, Justin Reed, we did sign him to a three-year, $31 million contract. Uh, safety, which again kind of points to Matthew leaving. It's interesting. Justin Reed and Tyron Matthew played together on Houston the year before mm-hmm. Tyron Matthew came here, and now Reed follows him here. What are your, uh, you know, instant reaction to this? Uh, by Justin Reed, I think the Kansas City defense has shown that uh, safety position on that. I mean, if you had Justin, probably already had Justin Reed. He's probably on somebody's roster, and you just hit a pretty good little. Uh, pretty good little player there because um, I think if they just slot him into where Tyron Matthew was, I don't necessarily think he's going to equal Tyron Matthew's value, but if he even gets 
85% of that. I think you still got, you know, a potential DB two at least maybe could flirt around the like 12 spot. If everything goes right. Fair just, fair. just for how they've used safeties in the past. Yeah. I mean, as a rookie, he had 10 pass deflections with Houston. He hasn't gotten up to that number since then, or even close really, but you know, the tackles have stayed fairly high. Um, availability has been an issue. He has struggled with some injuries, but again, the, the chiefs have a, uh, a safety friendly sort of system. Um, we've seen Daniel Swanson and Tyron Matthew both be very successful there the past two years for IDP. So, um, yeah, he's a definitely a player you're going to want to keep an eye on. Let's mm-hmm. continue through the free agency stuff here. And again, we're just shout out to our friends over at NBC Sports Edge. We are just kind of going through what they have, all the news they have. Again, we're not going to cover everything, just the stuff that's fantasy relevant. Um, I was about to say, do you want me to tie, do you want me to tie, uh, throw some out there? Yeah, go for it. Okay, JC Jackson goes to the Chargers, five year deal. Um, that's pretty massive for them because another trade I forgot to mention was that uh, uh, Khalil Mack was traded to the Chargers from the Bears. Yep, yep. So clearly the Chargers do not like where their defense is at right now. They clearly want to make some changes, and I think adding one of the best cornerbacks in football and then Khalil Mack at one time was a very great defensive end. Maybe this is a check his PFF grade. He still is. Well, that's tr- that's true, but I think if you line him up across from Nick Bosa, it's only going to help him uh, look better. And so, Joey I think Bosa, might- Joey Bosa, my bad. Yeah, you're good, you're of good. course. Um, but you, if you line him up against or with Joey Bosa, I think between the two of them, one of them is always going to eat. And I mean, maybe this eats into Bosa's value a little bit. So I don't know about it, if that, but J.C. Jackson, as important as is he can possibly be right now because honestly that entire division is going to be pass happy. Derek Carr, new Russell Wilson, Pat Mahomes is still there. You're going to get plenty of chances to get past deflections and interceptions and anything that he was able to do for the Patriots. You're going to be able to do it with that team as well, because that division is going to be very hard to win if you don't have a competent secondary. Yeah. Fair, fair. Yeah. Khalil Mack, you know, again, he had struggled with some injuries this year, um, overshadowed by uh, Robert Quinn, definitely, who had an incredible season. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, this time last year, people were trying to give Brandon Staley coach of the year. I mean, defensive coach of the year, NFL yeah. coach of the year, uh everything just the best everything and it's funny that you know if you it looks like you said it looks like he's a little bit concerned and this is concerned to me but at least he's trying like that's the one thing like some of these teams just sit around and they're like you know i what are we gonna do how are we gonna get somebody in here and you know he's trying jc jackson's a huge move and he gave him a five-year deal he is 26 so he'll be 31 by the time the deal's done but that's pretty massive for him yeah, we got a couple other fringe players on both offense and defense. Zay Jones signs a deal with for three year three years worth twenty four million dollars uh, with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I honestly don't hate that. Um, take that for what you will. I think Zay Jones is he's been in the league long enough, and he's done. He's had enough games where in, in dynasty, I'm I'm still going to be interested in him, uh, especially if Trevor Lawrence takes that step forward that people right say he could have um alex singleton has been a high volume tackler and awesome ipp asset looks like the eagles are not bringing him back though so he will go out 
Um, Xavier Woods, I'm glad we found this one here. This was asked about in our Discord yesterday. The Panthers are bringing in the former Cowboys safety Xavier Woods. They gave him a three-year deal, <clears throat> not a lot or a, oh, not a lot of money, $15.75 million contract. Uh, a lot of this has to do with the emergence of um, Jerron Curse, who is the safety for them this year, who mm-hmm. balled out. I mean, he moved up in the index a lot, which if you guys aren't on our Patreon, go to Patreon. And if you're in the, the uh, IDP Army tier or the semi-pro fantasy tier, you'll get access to the ultimate IDP index, and you'll be able to see our tiered IDP rankings and all of our – all of our notes and all of uh, the information that we have, our production profiles on players. But uh, Jerron Curse moved up big time this year, and he was such a productive player. And it's easy to forget that the year before, Xavier Woods was a, a highly productive uh, player for the Cowboys. So I think that the move, you know, I, I told the guys in the Discord, you know, I'm a little more interested to see how the offense develops for the Panthers um, be, because, the, the you know, they still have Jeremy Chan, who's very well established. They still have Shaq Thompson, who's very well established. And, you know, those guys are – they drafted them, they brought them in. You know, this is a not a huge contract, so I don't exactly know how they plan to use Woods. But this is good for basically everybody involved. It's not bad for anybody involved. Let's put it that way. Nobody is hurt by this. We're getting more solidified value for Jerron Curse, in my opinion. We're getting more solidified uh, long-term value for Woods and – you know, he, he ends up on a team where he's probably going to get playing time. So did you have anything to add to that? I know you had commented I, on that. In the I was just, well. I, I think that this is, it's either going to be really good for Jeremy Chin or really bad for Jeremy Chin. Um, I think there were times last season where Jeremy Chin uh, maybe wasn't getting the best opportunity um, to showcase what he could do like he did the year before when he was a rookie. Um, and I think if you sign a guy like Xavier Woods on the other side, Maybe that will help him out. Maybe, I mean, maybe it'll force people to throw the ball more in his direction so that he can make bigger plays, more impact plays um, to come for him. So I'm just, I I hope it's going to help him, but I hope it doesn't cost him something. Yeah. I I misspoke, actually. Um, Woods was with Minnesota last year. Uh, That's why Jerron Curse stepped up so big. But he he was filling in for Anthony Harris, who went to Philly. Kirk, yeah, but Woods did have a good season there. Um, you know, nothing overly exceptional as far as impact plays, but the high volume tackles, he did have 108, which was a career high. Um, yeah, it makes sense that, uh, you know, the, the Panthers would add him. He seems like a solid veteran. He's earned his playing time in the league. Uh, so, yeah, that's what you want out of a safety as a veteran. Let's see if we got any other big uh, stuff we want to talk about. I mean, there's all kinds of things we could. Demarcus Lawrence. Oh, let's go ahead and talk about both the Cowboys' uh, pass rushers. Demarcus Lawrence did get to re-sign a deal, three-year, $30 million. Brandy Gregory pulled the ultimate fake out this morning. He looked Okey-doke. like he was he was going to be signing with the, with the re-signing with the Cowboys. But last second, go ahead and just tell everybody what, what ended up happening there. So um, he had a five-year deal done with the Cowboys. It was tweeted out and, any, and everything. And then the, uh, the the Broncos, in an ultimate like gangster move, tweeted out like not so fast, and ended up Randy Gregory's headed to uh, headed to Denver to play with uh, Russell Wilson. So I don't know what happened. Jerry Jones seemed to think that he had that deal done, and clearly he did not. I think this was an important lesson 
to these deals are not signed and done until Wednesday. Like this is still just a, a, a period where you can still negotiate. Like there's nothing that's done deal until Wednesday at 3 PM. So well, Eastern time, 4 PM, but um, it's nothing's done till then. So this was a very important lesson for Dallas Cowboys fans that uh, doesn't always, it doesn't always happen um, when you think you have a deal done. Yeah, Gregory had a great season last year. Didn't play the entire season, but ended with six sacks. Uh, low low total tackle numbers, only 19, but 17 quarterback hits. He was disruptive as all get out. Glad to see him, you know, go get paid. And then Demarcus Lawrence as well. Didn't necessarily have the, the high volume numbers this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that was because of some, you know, nagging injury type stuff, which seems to always be a thing for him. But in the seven games that he played, uh, five tackles for loss, three sacks. Um, and he did have, don't forget, he had that, uh, that forced fumble. He had an interception and he had a touchdown in his brief tenure this season. So Demarcus Lawrence went out. He got paid. We've known he was a, a, one of the premier pass rushers in the league. And on a per snap basis, he, he still shows that even if, uh, you know, the, the injuries do seem to be something we are worried about. Um, mm-hmm. Colin Kaepernick spotted working out. Um, Let's say I've got anymore. I've got at least three more. Um, Hassan okay, Reddick. I, I feel like we need to mention Hassan Reddick. He went. Yes, from- let's talk. Hassan Reddick. Uh, let's talk about a couple other players too. Hassan Reddick. Let's talk about Miles Jack. Um, apparently, yeah. he got released this morning. Yes, uh oh. And um, who's the other one? Go ahead and go Reddit and Reddit. Oh, I was just going to go with Marcus Williams going to Baltimore from um, New Orleans. But oh, and then Foyce Oloakun went from Atlanta to Jacksonville. Jacksonville's just decided they're going to open their bank and just start paying everyone. Um, they have, you already mentioned Zay Jones. They have Foyce Olokun. Uh, they got Christian Kirk, uh, also signed there. And then they also picked up, um, what's the dude from the Giants tied in that Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram. They also paid for Evan Ingram. So they're clearly breaking, trying to break the bank to make something happen there. But Hassan Reddick goes from Carolina to Philly. Philly releases Alex Singleton in response to that, I believe. Um, but Hassan Reddick is a huge upgrade for them. He's also went to college in Temple, which is near Philadelphia. Fun fact. Nice. Yeah, Hassan Reddick. I mean, back-to-back seasons with double-digit sack totals. Um, as an edge rusher, he is making a lot of tackles as well, 63 in 2020. Tackle rate, 7%. I'm showing you a little piece of the index here. Uh, 58 again this last season, uh, 11 total sacks. Impact plays stay steady high, 26 total, um, 800 snaps. I mean, he was healthy, you know. And pass rush is something that the Eagles have talked about a lot, (laughs) like that they they act like they have it because Brandon Graham has gotten a lot of pressures over the past decade, and they act like they've got it because, um, you know, Sweat and Barnett, sometimes show up but they they haven't had a pass rusher like Hassan Reddick since I've really been paying attention to football I'm really excited to see what he can do on that line with you know the likes of Javon Hargrave on the inside and you know they still have Darius Slay right um mm-hmm. so I mean this defense could pop a little bit we'll have to see uh but adding a premier pass rusher and a guy not the guy that can get pressure a guy that can actually finish the play like Hassan Reddick that's extremely 
Uh, it, it's not as easy to come by as people like to tell you it is. So happy to see that for him. Um, briefly, we can talk about Miles Jack as well. Yep. He got cut today. They um, brought in a Loacoon, got rid of Miles Jack. That's yep. changing of the guard. Yep. Miles Jack, one of the most overpaid players in the NFL. You know, I don't really know what they're. I mean, this last year he barely had a hundred tackles. You know what I mean? This oh, he was a top. He's been in the league a while too. You know, it's been long enough to where you would really expect him to have popped by now. Only three tackles for loss last year as well. So I tweeted out he'll make a great Rams linebacker. He'll go there and have the best year of his career. Probably. And, and then he'll know, get paid by like the Raiders or something. Or Denver. Exactly. Literally the Raiders or Denver, Denver will pick him up. Yeah. Because so, he had a good year there. Uh, yep. Yeah. All right. Any other, um, you know, we're still watching this stuff, you know, in real time, guys and gals. We will come back next week and kind of break down a little bit more of how things are looking as we prep for the draft. Um, but other were- things we're still working on, I know, is Devontae Adams, which is big. Uh, mm-hmm. He said he was not going to accept playing on the franchise tag. Uh, so they're going to have to work something out with him, which I think they're going to get done with Rogers back. Um, until then, I haven't moved him up or down in my dynasty rankings or my best ball rankings. I want to see this all get nailed down before I make any moves. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, that's about right. The ones I'm I'm watching for is still obviously the big ticket items. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Allen Robinson, and uh Jarvis Landry now um they've all all of them have been talked with Bills and Chiefs so <clears throat> what about just, Juju did Juju figure anything out no he's he's the one we're waiting on he's one of them that we're waiting on I think that one of the major problems is it was the Christian Kirk deal it was four years 84 million dollars it's over 20 <laughs> million a year um so how is another team gonna try to compete with that when they're going into negotiation but the Jags just I don't know why they I, I I'm puzzled why they did that deal. It's such a such a bad deal from them. Um quickly wanted to mention Mitchell Trubisky, the projected starter for the Steelers next season. Um oh, you had to do it to you. I thought we were gonna sneak out of here without talking about that. I feel like it at least needs oh. to be mentioned that that's the possibility oh. right now. I I there's a lot of discourse on Twitter right now about Mitch Trubisky oh. and what his inabilities were. It hurts. He's he's been in Buffalo a year. Maybe Josh Allen rubbed off on him a little bit. Oh, uh, that would be the best thing that ever happened to him was having Josh Allen rub off on him. Please. <laughs> um, and then Chase Edmonds going to Miami. Yeah, I'm not really. I think that's going to end up being a lot like this whole Jarek McKinnon, Kenyon Drake bouncing around thing where it's going to be super hot and fun to talk about for a couple months of fantasy. But when the rubber hits the road, at best, he's probably going to be in the exact same role he was in here, and somebody else is going to be there doing most of the work. That's my thoughts, instant well, reaction. It more sucks because I think we all kind of hoped in the in the, the the dynasty community that a running back was headed there to be a three-down back for uh, Mike McDaniel, who is famously really good with running backs. But now this just mur- muddies the waters because Chase Edmonds is too good to not use, but he's, you know... He's not as good to be the whole starter the entire time, so that's kind of concerning. Um, and then just one that broke earlier, two, uh, J- J.D. McKissick's going to the Bills. I think that's a perfect fit. Kind of takes Bills off the running back market. They can kind of focus a little bit on different things McKissick during the draft. McKissick is going to the Bills? Interesting. Yes. 
Yeah, so I'm guessing Singletary will be like the runner, and then they'll use McKissick out as a pass catching back. It's interesting. interesting hey, Josh least. Allen's got more weapons than he knows how to do with. I mean, we, people around the league should take notice. That's what you do when you get a quarterback with any sort of raw ability. You just stack. You just stack the cards. You just keep exactly stacking right. the deck. You know, somebody like JD McKissick. You know, he's gonna go and he's gonna make a difference. I bet. Yeah. All right, well, IDP Army fantasy football fans, before we go, we're going to let you listen to this promo real quick. We're going to talk to you guys one about one last topic before we get out of here, and then we will talk to you soon. So stick around. We'll be right back. What's good, IDP Army? It's Jordan Reigns, and quickly I want to tell you guys today about the big project I've been working on, the Ultimate IDP Index. The Ultimate IDP Index is the number one resource for IDP fantasy football players rookies or veteran for 2021 inside you're going to find contract information tiered idp rankings detailed player production profiles going back to 2017 suggested trade values and a whole lot more including unique write-ups unique videos that will only be available within the ultimate idp index but to me probably the most valuable thing is the fact that the trade value estimation tool is going to be updated weekly so you'll always be aware of what a player is worth in your dynasty league at any given moment so what are you waiting for sign up for the idp army patreon today patreon.com forward slash the idp army join the black ops tier and join the idp army today All right, so that's just one of the main things that we got over at the Patreon, so y'all should go check that out. Um, be sure to play with us on Underdog as well. We just had a video go up on the channel, two videos actually, two or three. We did a draft, we did an intro to Underdog video, and we did the wide receiver rankings video. The running back rankings video for Best Ball Fantasy is coming this next week as well. Um, and we're going to start doing more drafts. You'll see us posting that stuff on Twitter, interact with us on social media, do drafts with us. A lot of really fun, you know, ways to interact with our community and our, our fans and our audience. Um, so keep an eye out for those things. Um, yeah, listen to the other shows, Offensive Points. Be sure to listen to the Dynasty Tailgate. Be sure to listen to the Underdogs. Be listening to Terrestrial Takes in this show as well. So um, I don't think there's anything else. I thought I had maybe one or two other notes, but I'm looking here and they don't exist actually. So <laughs> any final words before that, Billy? I know what do you guys got on your docket this week? Uh, we're going to recap free agency and then we're going to kind of go over the players that are still available that are not being talked about. I mean, we've still got Leonard Fournette, got Keanu Neal still out there. There's just, there's still some talent available, um, that people can go get. I think Leighton Vanderesh, you know, he's still out there as well. Um, there's, there's some free agents out there that still can be had and, uh, we got still a long way to go. I still mentioned those wide receivers from earlier. Um, so we kind of just want to project that. Um, and we kind of just want to talk about what the ramifications are for, uh, play other players that are on those teams. And then as far as the draft goes, because honestly, we did a mock draft two weeks ago and we've already had to rip it in half because all of it got taken down as soon as all yep. the trades started happening. Um, yep. and then we still gotta, we still gotta see what happens with Deshaun Watson. Um, is Baker Mayfield on his way out of Cleveland? Cause that's been the heavy rumor on the street. Um, where's Marcus Mariota, Mariota going to go? Like, uh, you know, got a lot of, a lot of questions still need some answers. Jimmy G is still on the trading block apparently, but that's not done. I don't know what we're waiting on there. 
just a lot more to to hammer out here. Questions yep. that need answers. Yep, like we said, the NFL never sleeps. Neither do we. Semi-pro fantasy, we've got you guys covered. Dynasty, best ball, IDP. We got a little golf. We got a little DFS. We're you know we're having a good time. We'll talk a little UFC sometimes too. So subscribe to the channel. Make sure you are following the podcast on the podcast feed. This has been a mashup episode between the IDP Army and the Offensive Points Boys. Um, appreciate you guys. Uh, love you, IDP Army, and everyone out there that supports us you know, monetarily through the Patreon or just with a thumbs up or a little five-star review. It all, it all goes the same place and it's all love and we appreciate it. So that's it from me to you. We will be back soon with another episode. So uh, stay cool.